You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Hour 2, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio, serving Calgary and southern Alberta since 1992. You got a question about basements? Sure you do. Visit dlbasementsystems.com for a free estimate. At the bottom of the hour, Winnipeg Jets blue liner Josh Morrissey will join us. He's taking place in the inaugural Rogers Legends of uh, Hockey Charity Skins game at the Shaw Charity Classic, which goes down this weekend at Canyon Meadows. Cassie Campbell-Pascal, Olympic gold medalist, Hockey Night Canada, 8 o'clock. Adam Lowry, Winnipeg Jets, 845. Jam-packed show. We're also giving you stuff within the next hmm, 18 minutes or so. Two things. We'll play Impossible Flames trivia first, and also uh, your boy, me, I don't know if I'm your boy, Shot 80 yesterday in golf. What is the sporting equivalent of shooting 80? 960, 960, name and location. If we pick your text, you win a pair of tickets to uh, Gran Turismo. We might even give those away at 8.30 before Adam Lowry. What do you think, Matt Rose? I'm in. I'm super in. I, I, I would have yeah, a I great shoot, time. I probably would have preferred if you just vehemently disagreed with me there. You should do it right now. I disagree <laughs> with you vehemently. <laughs> Are you ready to play Impossible Flames Trivia? <laughs> Do I look like I'm ready? Yeah, you're always ready. Yeah. Yeah, bud. Let's Hit go. It, GVP. Get your thinking cap ready because it's time for George Russick to deliver today's Impossible Flames trivia question. Hey, Impossible Flames trivia is brought to you by Veranda, a friendly farm to table restaurant featuring craft beer and spirits from Inho's Vacay Brew Co. and Burwood Distillery. 2566 Flanders Avenue Southwest and on Insta at Veranda YYC. This is how this game works. I think of three current or former members of the Calgary Flames and you have to find the connection to all three. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's impossible to Google these things. They come out of my stupid head. Yes. Um, Are you saying yes about the thing or my stupid head? Stupid head. Okay. Clarifying. Yep, no, important. And generally, these are really hard, hence the term Impossible Flames Trivia. Mm. Okay. Uh, I'm just ready. real quick, you, you, you did Impossible Flames Trivia for me. How did that go? I enjoyed it. I like doing it a lot. We, what did we have? We were doing the Battle of Alberta Golf Tournament on that Wednesday. Okay. So what we did is we went and we found a whole bunch of Battle of Alberta where the Flames curb stomped the Oilers. Uh-huh. And we found players that were all at least plus four in those games. And it Woo-hoo. was Noah Hannafin and Matt Stajan and Hakan Lube. Wow. That were the three. And they had all gone plus four in a Battle awesome. of Alberta victory over the Oilers. I love that. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Are you ready for today's uh, edition? Well, the table is set. It is. Um, for you to win, uh, you have to text us 960-960, name and location, with the answer. You have to put your name and location to be eligible to win. Make sure you haven't won anything in the past 30 days. And if you do win, you win a $50 gift card to VK Bruco and some sweet swag. It's that simple. It's that easy when we play Impossible Flames Trivia. Let's get to the first name, Adam Ruzitska. Oh, Adam wow. Ruzitska was born on May 11th, 1999, and is a Slovak professional ice hockey center for the Calgary Flames in the NHL. Rajiska's father, Edward, initially wished him to enroll in tennis, but his mother, Ivita, persuaded him to choose ice hockey instead. Neat. 
Growing up, he played position of center and favored Czech native Yarmir Yager of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Loved Yogs. Mm, stunning. What a what a brain twister that is. Uh, Michael Stone. Oh. Michael Robert Stone was born on June 7, 1990, and is a Canadian former professional ice hockey defenseman. The Stone he Dog. Played in the NA- he just retired. He played in the NHL for the Coyotes and Flames. He was selected by the Coyotes in the third round, 69th overall, nice, of the 2008 NHL entry draft. Stone retired from playing on July 5th, 2023, and would take a role in the Flames player development team. He is the older brother of Vegas Golden Knights captain and Stanley Cup champion. Mark Stone. Bit of a muffin for a shot, too. Yeah. Um, Matthew Kachuk. Mm. Matthew Brendan Kachuk was born on December 11, 1997, and is a Mar- as an American professional ice hockey winger and alternate captain of the Florida Panthers of the National Hockey League. He previously played in the NHL for the Calgary Flames. The Flames selected him in the first round, sixth overall of the 2016 NHL entry draft. Kachuk is of Ukrainian descent. Mm-hmm. On both his maternal and paternal sides, the surname Kachuk translates to weaver in Ukrainian. Mm. He is also of Irish ancestry on his paternal side. Okay. That sounds like a lot of snake oil, but right on. Good, r- Excellent news. Matthew Kachuk, Michael Stone. The weaver. Adam Rajitska, 960-960, name and location. We're playing Impossible Flames Trivia. Give us the answer. Find the connection to all three. Uh, GVP and intern Shan know the answer. Okay. Uh, neither of them are allowed to spill the beans. Uh, GVP, what is the difficulty on today's question? I don't think it's that tough. No, this isn't the hardest one we've ever seen. I think Matt's was actually harder than the one you cooked up today. Mm. I think this one, I put it around like a six and a half, seven. Okay. Um very Russian judge of you. Thank you. Okay. Um, intern Shan, do you think this is hard or no? I think this is a tough one. I, I'd like to say this is my favorite one. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, Wedley and Bridalwood, uh, all three flames want to open a Pizza Delight franchise in Asheville, Alberta. Maybe. Just listen to every second. If you like your franchise to have frozen crust pizza, <laughs> you know where you won't get frozen crust pizza? Alice AK Bruco. Pizza? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, also no. vacate. Oh, man, they had good pizza there, too. Yeah, Forno Tasty. cooked. It's mm-hmm. delicious. Yeah, it's fantastic. The Forno is huge, too. Yeah, 960, 960, name and location. Uh, you ready for hint number one? I have been waiting. I'm chomping at the bit. Now, um, I think it's champing at the bit. I think it is, and I realized that as soon as I said it. Yeah, but again, you and I are such um, horsemen. <laughs> you should know Horsemen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ranchers, horsemen, I don't know. I'm a bit of a wordsmith, too. So Yeah, you are. You definitely, you definitely are. <laughs> what did he say? Complexion yesterday, GVP? What was it? Complexure. Complexion, it? complexion is the correct word. Complexure would have been what I said. Okay, all right. A bit of an idiot. I thought you cut it, and you were going to play it there. All right, hit number one in Impossible Flames Trivia, brought to you by VK Bruco. Think Malkin and forget about the apples. Malkin, forget about the apples. Think Malkin and forget about the apples. 960-960, name and location. Ooh, Chris Nokotokes, the old attendant Brady Kachuk's wedding. Ooh. Is it? Is it? Mm. No, that's not it, but that's a good one. Milken? Ooh, because Max no from a. Calgary. Uh-huh. They all descended from Eastern Europe. The 
That might be true. Nope. No? Um, Wally from Chestamere. Uh, they all own homes in Florida. Maybe. Uh, Brayden and Airdrie. Yes, I know. I say I'm the Ron Burgundy of reading text messages. I'm obviously not going to read the San Diego thing, Brayden. <laughs> like, I know I'm a, I know I'm a nitwit. The or translation? Adult. Is that what that is? I know I'm a nitwit or adult, mm. but I'm not going to do that, Brayden. <laughs> Come why, on, man. Why not? <laughs> yeah. And I, I, even if I said that accidentally, like, it'd be like, I get a firm slap on the wrist. Yep. A hundred percent. Yep. It's not like I said, do that to Calgary. It's San Diego. It's like, eh, it's San Diego. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. 960, 960, name and location. Oh, this is a good one. Brenton Millrise. Do you know where Millrise is? No. Okay. Uh, Brett, excuse me, not Brent. Brett and Millrise. Uh, they all scored a goal in the Memorial Cup. Ooh. That's the wrong answer, but that's great. Millrise. 960, is- 960, name and location. We've got to move this along it's here. We've got Shaughnessy, lots to do. Just so you know. It's, it's in the that? south. Oh, okay. It's down by James McEvitt. You ready for hit number two? Yeah. Make sure you put the biscuit in the basket. So I feel like there's something about goals here. because Make sure you put the biscuit in in the basket. You said if getting Malkin without the apples, and yeah. Malkin scores goals, but he also gets assists, and apples is what hockey players call assists. Yeah. Okay. So I got all that Ooh. put together. There's some good ones. They're all on the ice for Malkin's 500th goal. Great guess, but no. Uh, Jay in Lethbridge, they all scored uh, in game one against the Oilers in the 2021-22 playoffs. I don't know. I they could have, but that's not what I'm looking for. Mm, okay. Uh, Jordan and Calgary, they all scored a hat-trick against Pittsburgh. Ooh. Interesting. Not what I'm looking for. Mm. 960, 960, name and location. We're playing Impossible Flames trivia. Brought to you by our good friends at VK Bruco. Who are the three players once again? I will tell you right now. Matthew Kachuk, uh-huh. Michael Stone, uh-huh. Adam Ruzitska. 960, 960, name and location. We're playing Impossible Flames trivia. We're giving away a uh, David Okotoks. They're all big and slow. Chucky's not slow. I wouldn't call He's not him the fast. fastest guy. I wouldn't call him fast. Yeah. He's uh, efficient in his movements. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> Clark and Lethbridge, they all have goals in their first NHL games. Not bad. Not what I'm looking for. Jerry from Airdrie, they all scored a shootout goal against Pittsburgh. Ooh. Not what I'm looking for. You ready for hit number three? That I'm ready, yeah. Away? yeah. All I'm thinking about is what is Adam Rzichka's role going to be on the team the upcoming season? I need another hint. i got to get focused here. Okay. Uh, hint number three. It's not Exhibit A, but Exhibition for sure. It's not. They all scored a goal in the preseason while their kids... Went to look at the penguins at the zoo. Yes. No, Nailed it. it. It's not exhibit A, but exhibition for sure. 960, 960, mm. name and location. Uh, the three hints so far. I got one more. Oh, you uh, have a th- fourth hint. Well, I'm, I want to give this away. Okay. Think Malkin and forget about the apples. Uh-huh. Make sure you put the biscuit in the basket. It's not exhibit A, but exhibition for sure. 960, 960, name and Location, Adam Rzitska, Matthew Kachuk, Michael Stone, 960-960, name and location. 
You got any more guesses? They all scored a goal against Evgeny Malkin in the preseason when Evgeny Malkin was also mm. ill. I'm just trying to um I'm just trying to uh think of the text I sent GVP that you just wrote that that answer would be here okay here GVP here's the answer to possible flames trivia and it's you basically giving a paragraph of an answer. <laughs> what? Wait. Yeah. Like, cause you're like, it's Evgeny Malkin, and when he scored on the ice in a preseason game, and it's like this giant text that's sending GVP about impossible flames trivia. I'm just trying to guess. Could be anything. Uh, John in South Calgary, the L golfer Stuart Stink. No. <laughs> Never forget. Yeah. Um, they all went to Pittsburgh in a preseason game and they would rather have been at a Pittsburgh Pirates game. Okay. Uh, Greg and no, uh, Strathmore, not, uh, they all scored in an exhibition game uh, from a Malkin turnover. Oh. <laughs> that would mean that George had to actually like watch film for this. Film, yeah. Well, yes, the film. <laughs> in my to, film room. He had to watch yes. tape, yeah. Yes, lots of film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Malkin Can you roll that on... back for me? Yeah, Hyatt from uh, Chestamere. Uh, Malkin scored a goal on Flames. Uh, we're all three on the ice. That's a good guess, but not what I'm looking for. Kirk in uh, Bennington, all scored goals in the World Junior Championship. Great guess, but not what I'm looking for. Like, do you think Adam Rzichka can go over and play the wing and be an effective player playing off yeah. on the wing? Maybe. That's my biggest question right Adam now. Adam Rzichka, Michael Stone. So I don't Matthew think they've Kachuk. got enough room for him down the middle. 960. Well, he's, he's a big body. Well, yeah, but when you go with Backlund and Lindholm and Kadri, yeah, are those guys going to be here? Yeah, I think they'll be here. I don't know where they're going at this okay. point. Okay. I'm Sorry, what? Give you another hint away. Yeah, okay, go. Um, Forget uh, third and second place. Just think of first place. They all. I don't know. They all were first in points against the Penguins, but they didn't okay. have any apples. Man, uh, GVP, how much have I thrown people for a loop with that Malkin uh, hint? <laughs> yeah, you got to get away from the Penguins and Malkin stuff. <laughs> it's, it has nothing to do with it. What? No. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you well, mean? Well, it does. It kind of does. Eh? <laughs> sure. What? Yeah. It's not Pittsburgh related? Not at all. No. <laughs> Think Malkin. Here's the hints one more time. This this segment drags on a little too long sometimes. Oh, yeah. But that's fine. Uh, Think Malkin and forget about the apples. Make sure you put the biscuit in the basket. It's not exhibit A, but exhibition for sure. And forget about third and second place. Just think of first place. Adam Rajitska, Matthew Kachuk, Michael Stone, 960-960. Name and location. Um, GVP, you said this is about a six and a half out of ten in difficulty. I think it's a little harder than that. Yeah, a lot. I I misspoke. Your, for your, sure. hint, your hints are terrible. They don't make what? any sense. They don't make any sense. Your your hint, to be fair, also threw the entire city of Calgary off its mark. It seems so. <laughs> I believe we have a winner. Where? Oh, hold on, Shane. Where? Damien and Marta Loop. Hold on. Let me see. Fact check. Yes. Fact check. Bingo. Yes. Bingo. 
Congratulations, Damian Marlup. They all led the Flames in goals during a preseason. They all led the, the Flames answer. in goals during the preseason. Adam Rzitska had two goals in two games in 2019-2020. He tied with Goudreau, Bennett, and Monaghan. Michael Stone had three goals in five games last preseason, led the team, and Matthew Kachuk had three goals in four games in 2021-2022. All three players are the last three players to lead the Calgary Flames in goals during the preseason. Why, what does Evgeny Malkin have to do with any of that? Gino. <laughs> That's congratulations. So dumb. Congratulations uh, to Damian and Marlou. Gino the whole time. That's what it was supposed to be. Yeah. But your second hint was also put the biscuit in the basket, which is get yeah, goals. goals. So it was yeah. the same hint twice. Yeah. Well, I wanted to make sure you really got it. It was all about goals. I'm so confused. Congratulations, Damian and Marlou. Unbelievable you won a job. $50 gift card. To vacate Bruco and some swag from them, Impossible Flames Trivia is brought to you by Veranda, a friendly farm-to-table restaurant featuring craft beer and spirits of Mirhelm's Vacay Bruco and Burwood Distillery. 2566 Flanders Avenue Southwest and on Instagram at Veranda YYC. Uh, we'll give away the movie tickets at 830 before we start, before we talk to Adam Lowry. Uh, get those texts rolling at 960-960, name and location. The uh, sporting equivalent of shooting 80 in golf. Like, what is it? Mm. 960, 960, name and location. Straight ahead, um, Josh Morrissey, defenseman of the Winnipeg Jets, Cassie Campbell-Pascal, Olympic gold medalist, hockey night in Canada, and Adam Lowry from the Winnipeg Jets. It's all straight ahead. Do better, Calgary, when it comes to impossible flames trivia. <laughs> Those hints sucked. No, just be better. No, I refuse. I like being mediocre. Be better. No, leave me alone. All right. Uh, the the text line's ram too. Now we got to <laughs> decipher like the other stuff too. It's tough. It's a tough day today. Oh. All right, it's the big show. Good thing you're off, Mister Vacation. Can't Tomorrow wait. On Monday. <laughs> bye bye. Uh, it's the big show. Russ and Rose. Sports at nine sixty. The fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. It's the big show. Russ and Rose. Sportsnet nine sixty. The fan. The top of the hour. Cassie Campbell Pascal, Olympic gold medalist, hockey night in Canada. Adam Lowry and the Winnipeg Jets, too, will join us at 845. We're still taking your text messages at 960-960, name and location. Giving movie tickets away to Gran Turismo. Give us the sporting equivalent of shooting 80 in golf. 960-960, name and location. But joining us here on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline, he'll be a part of the inaugural Rogers Legends of Hockey Charity Skins game at the 2023 Shaw Cherry Classic this weekend down at Canyon Meadows. It's an all-star lineup of hockey stars set to compete for $250,000 in a spectator-friendly charity competition. Calgary zone of the Winnipeg Jets blue liner, Josh Morrissey. Josh, good morning. How are you? Morning, yes. Thanks for having me. Josh, what do you think the sporting equivalent of shooting 80 is? Like, how heartbreaking is shooting 80 in golf? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, uh, obviously... uh, you know, hockey's my number one game, and uh, uh, but I I play a ton of golf in the off season. So I mean, we talk about it all the time. Uh, I don't I don't really know what the equivalent would be. Um, you know, there's just nothing like it. You see quotes all the time from top athletes, uh, just kind of saying that um, like you can't get that adrenaline and let it take over. You know, you can't just go out there and, and have a physical shift or whatever and, and get yourself going. It's uh, 
you know, it, it, it's a, a total mental game and obviously a, a battle. But maybe I'll think about that here and, and try to accomplish something in the next couple of minutes. Yeah, we, uh, we we had a good one here. It's like getting a Gordie Howe hat trick, Josh, but then losing the fight in the Gordie Howe hat trick. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or like, you know, maybe a, a second assist, but you're minus two. I don't know, and your team loses. <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty good. I like that. So, obviously, you've played hockey in front of, you know, thousands and, you know, millions and television around the world playing hockey. You've done this uh, your entire life. How different is it when you're playing golf in front of people? Like, are you, have you been thinking about this? There's going to be a lot of eyes on you during this competition, Josh. Like, have, have you thought about that, or I'm doing you a disservice right now and throwing that in your head? Yeah, no, I really appreciate you uh, reminding me of that. Thank you. Um, no, it's, uh, you know what, it's, uh, it's, it, it is more nerve-wracking. I mean, um, I think anything that you're uh, really comfortable doing, sort of a pro at, which uh, I'm fortunate enough to be, um, I certainly am not in golf, and so there's a lot more variables there. Uh, I've only, you know, had that experience a number of times. I mean, everyone that's played golf thinks about, you know, certain courses where the first tee shot's right in front of the clubhouse and a bunch of people are watching. I mean, that's that's one thing. But, uh, you know, I played in a tournament out at Mickelson earlier this summer and um, there was, you know, some crowd out there and, and that was a little bit more. But um, I saw a promo video uh, from, the, from the tournament last year, the Shaw Classic, and uh, there's definitely a lot more people out there. So at least I'll have a partner, you know, loud tonight. Uh, can kind of bounce off each other. But, um, you know, I wouldn't stand too close to the ropes, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, you're on the White O team, as you mentioned, with Adam Lowry. We'll talk to him uh, later on in the show. Who's the best golfer on the Winnipeg Jets? Um, You know, it's uh, – I don't know. It's, I mean, it's a if tough, it's you, uh, you can say it. It's fine, Josh. We get it. <laughs> it's a tough winter season for us uh, to be golfing, uh, of course. <laughs> You know, some of those guys in Arizona and, and whatnot, I heard Keller's a pretty good player. Uh, and some Joe Pavelski, obviously, some of those guys that play their careers in the, in the southern states. But uh, I think, you know, Shifley's a, a pretty good player. Um, Blake Wheeler was always a, a really good player. Um, you know, I can kind of, my game's improved, so I can hang with those guys a little bit. But, um, yeah, I'd say, you know, as of right now, Shife's probably the best player. Josh, when you talk about improving your game, do you treat it in the same sense that you know you would treat something in hockey if you want to improve on it in an off season? Yeah, I, I mean, I think uh, the, the stark difference for me is, um, you know, if I improve in hockey, I probably see a, a lucrative benefit to that. Uh, <laughs> I improve in golf. I mean, I guess yeah. my handicap gets better, and I probably lose more money when I play with my friends. So. Um, <laughs> You know, there's almost opposite end of the spectrum. But, yeah, I mean, I, I love the game of golf for the reason of, of uh, obviously being able to get outside. It's such a social game. Um, you know, you get to play sort of as a whole, you know, through your whole life. And um, and also the, the sort of practice. Like, you know, I, that's mm-hmm. always how I've been in hockey, um, you know, trying to, to work on my game and, you know, shooting pucks in the basement or in the garage, all that kind of stuff as a kid. and and still doing, you know, things like that to work on my game now. Um, that's what I enjoy about golf. Obviously, you can never never perfect it, and it's mm-hmm. sort of if you're chasing that, uh, 
you know, don't start playing, but, uh, I do really enjoy that whole mess of things. And, uh, um, you know, everyone that plays knows when you hit that one pure shot or make that big putt or whatever, uh, it's, it's enough to bring you back the next day. Now, I know a lot of NHL players, a lot of professional athletes, it's golf in the off season. Sometimes it'll be fishing or it'll be hunting. Was it always golf for you? Did you do it growing up as well? Or is that something that just came with kind of being a pro athlete? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't really something I did a ton as a kid. Um, you know, I, I, I guess our family wasn't a, a huge golf family and, um, you know, we, we weren't going to the course or, you know, like lots of my buddies kind of getting dropped off, um, when their parents went to work and, you know, hang out at the course all day. Um, I really didn't start playing until I was about, uh, probably 17, 18, um, when I was playing junior, obviously, uh, the seasons kind of coincide well. And, um, you start getting asked to play in some, you know, charity golf tournaments and, and different things like that. So, um, that was probably my introduction and kind of fell in love with playing the game. And, um, obviously, as you mentioned, so many athletes play across different sports and, and certainly hockey. Uh, you know, I think there's my, my personal bet would be that the, uh, the hockey, uh, players overall are probably the best golfers of major sports leagues, but, uh, who knows how you would actually figure that out. Um, Josh, being a professional athlete, when you play with somebody in golf in a foursome for the first time, do they expect you to like bomb it at least 300 yards off the tee? Cause you're, you're a pro athlete. Uh, you're at the top of your sport. You're one of the top, you know, one percentile on the planet in what you do. Um, is that the expectation right away when you're on the golf course that everybody thinks you're just going to mash the golf ball all the time? <laughs> yes. 100%. I mean, uh, and you have to live up to that, right? Oh, it, it is some pressure for sure. You have to get up there and, you know, everyone uh, loves to make the comments, and of course, the one that uh, you don't hit farther than them. It's uh, you know, the little <laughs> jabs start flying. But um, you know, it, it is it is funny for sure, just seeing that. And I mean, even um, you know, I've talked to some guys that play college golf, and um, you know, are, are trying to make it on Canadian Tour and stuff like that. And they say, you know, that's always the the funny thing on. Um, you know, pro-am days and, and, and sponsor, you know, playing with sponsors and stuff. Um, you know, they expect those guys to, to never miss a shot. So, um, I mean, if they're expecting that of them, you know, that's one thing, but, uh, out of, out of me, that's a whole nother thing. So, um, <laughs> definitely swing a little bit harder in those, in those sort of charity tournaments. That's for sure. When, when you're with a group of guys. Is there going to be any extra juice knowing that, you know, you've got a team out here that's going to have Stuart Skinner from the Oilers. You're going to have the Flames team with Mike Vernon and Mackenzie Weger out here as well. Like, is there going to be a little bit of rivalry carryover onto the course here? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, for sure, a little Western Canada battle. Um, you know, I think everyone uh, realizes that it's, it's for just a great cause and it'll be fun, cool experience for us. Um, Rogers has done a great job um, putting together and, and kind of getting that Western Canadian dynamic and uh, some great alumni. Um, you know, I think it's just going to be a great day. I had the chance to meet probably half of the, the players involved and, um, you know, looking forward to, to get to know some of the other other players I haven't met before. But, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. And certainly, you know, we're all athletes. We're all competitive. So, 
Um, you know, there's a lot of money on the line at 250 mm-hmm. grand for charity. And um, certainly, uh, again, like I said, Rogers uh, putting this together is fantastic and, and making that happen. But, um, you know, Laos and I want to be the ones to, to take home the most, that's for sure. <laughs> How much time are you spending in Calgary in the off season? Obviously your hometown, but uh, playing out in Winnipeg. Yeah, you know, I um, this is this is where I spend my off seasons. Um, you know, my family's all here. Uh, my wife's from here, and uh, um, so we kind of have a, a nice home base here in Calgary in the off season. Um, you know, that's uh, sort of made that decision a number of years back. And so, other than travel and trips and um, you know weddings, we uh, seem to have a lot of those the last number of years. Um, you know, Calgary's kind of our, our summer home. Uh, defenseman from the Winnipeg Jets, Josh Morrissey, joining us here on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. Josh will be a part of the inaugural Rogers Legends of Hockey Charity Skins game down at the Shaw Charity Classic this weekend. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sports at 960, the fan. All right, Josh, i got to ask you about uh, your, your season and the Jets, but this is the question I wanted to ask you first. Um, there was some debate. There's no question Eric Carlson had a terrific season uh, and won the Norris Trophy, but are we getting to a point in the NHL where maybe we need a Norris Trophy-like trophy for the highest point defenseman and maybe the best defensive defenseman? Are we at the point where we need to recognize that too? Yeah, it's definitely, uh, you know, one of those interesting questions I've had asked before. Um, I mean, it, it is it is a, a hot topic. Uh, you know, not every year, um, looking back, has the guy with the most points uh, won the award. And, um, you know, in recent years, obviously, there's been more of a trend. But, um, you know, I think, uh, uh, you know, Kale uh, in 2022 didn't have the most points but won you know, and plays a great defensive game. Um, you know, Yossi had the most points that year, uh, didn't win, but I think he plays a great defensive game too. So, um, you know, I, I think this year uh, what Carlson did was just uh, kind of on another level. I mean, we haven't seen that happen in a very long time, and uh, certainly I think he was deserving, you know, as a result, um, you know, it's it's it is an interesting question, and and I mean, if they were to add an award, I think that would be one that um, would definitely be, uh, you know, in my view, something to look at. I mean, you have a, a best, you know, it's not necessarily uh, the selkie, I guess, but um, you know, something that would be mixed. Um, so I, I mean, it's it's part of the position, right? Uh, you have to play D, you have to play O, and if you do both at a great level. Uh, you know, that makes you, you know, elite. So um, it would definitely be a cool addition to the uh, awards. Josh, you had an outstanding year last season. What was it like to have your name kind of pop up in conversations for the Norris Trophy? Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely pretty cool. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I uh, I've worked really hard throughout my career and in the last few years, um, you know, sort of felt like uh, my game started to, to take off to another level. And, uh, um, you know, we, we had obviously coaching changes and stuff in, in the last couple seasons. But, um, you know, the coaches this year uh, and even going back to the year before, you know, Dave Lowry um, kind of mm-hmm. pushed me to go to another level the second half of that year. And um, and then when, when uh, Rick Bonus came in this year and, and Scotty Arneal 
um, they really challenged me to uh, kind of just try and, and go to another level. I mean, the first conversation I had with him, with uh, with Rick, he basically uh, challenged me to try to be a top 10 Norris voting defenseman this year. And, um, you know, so that was pretty cool to, to sort of have a new coach um, believe in you like that. And, um, you know, obviously I got every opportunity and um, we've got a lot of great players on our team. So, um when you get those opportunities and you play with great guys, good things are going to happen. But uh, it was it was definitely um, pretty cool. It's something I felt uh, I always could do, but just hadn't really seen um, you know the whole spectrum of my game, the increased offensive uh, game, come out yet in the NHL level. Um, so it was it was awesome to see, and now I'm probably even more motivated to try to, to try to build off that and improve a few things, and um, you know taking another step this year uh, i know jets fans on social media were calling you on uh, norrissey uh were the guys in the room calling you that too josh yeah i think uh you know always with a bit of a wry smile and certainly uh you know i i appreciate it i i said always um since asked uh people can call you a lot worse things in pro sports so um <laughs> the fact that they uh were calling me that was was pretty cool and um, you know, they had a lot of fun with it, the social media team and and the fans. But, uh, yeah, so did some of my teammates. They would poke jabs and stuff like that at me. But, uh, like I said, it's uh, it could be a lot worse. Um, Josh, I don't have to tell you that uh, a lot of our listeners right now weren't really rooting for you and the Jets down the stretch here as you guys were tooth and nail with the Flames to get into these Stanley Cup playoffs. Just tell us about how that playoff battle was towards the end of the season. You guys got off to a great start, struggled there towards the middle, but finished really strong to get into the postseason. How was that battle holding teams off like the Flames to get into the playoffs? Yeah, it was a grind for sure. Um, I mean, we kind of put ourselves in that position um, after having a great start. I mean, uh, we let a lot of teams back into the mix, and obviously the Flames are one of them. Um, I... Uh, I felt like they had a, a great roster, a great team. And, um, so you kind of knew that, uh, at some point, um, they would be, uh, you know, they'd be hard to, to, to get rid of for sure, even though we had a little bit of an advantage, uh, uh, in points. So, um, it was good. I mean, the game in, in Winnipeg was hard fought. Um, you know, that was, that was some playoff hockey for us really the last probably 10 games of the year. And, um, you know, even for myself as a Calgary guy, as a um, guy, you know, most of my friends here are Flames fans, even though they don't necessarily tell me, um, you know, I was just kind of a little bit dreading seeing that, you know, it was going to come down to, to us in the Flames just for the fact that I knew I'd be getting a bunch of texts asking me, you know, <laughs> questions and, you know, who's going to get in, what was, you know, all that stuff. So, um, and obviously if we didn't get in, I'm sure my, my friends would have, you know, been giving it to me uh, on that. So, thankfully, we did. But it was a, it was a, you know, fun stretch, meaningful hockey, and you know, one we didn't necessarily want to be in. But uh, um, you know, overall, it was uh, a good experience for us, kind of rising to the challenge after, you know, dealing with a bunch of adversity and, and getting into the playoffs. Your team has seen some changes this year, Josh, but at the same time, you look at really the Western Conference and it feels like it's kind of wide open. How are you feeling about your group as you kind of get uh, closer to training camp here? 
yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'm excited. Obviously, we have some big changes, and um, you know, it's part of the business. You always hate to see guys go that uh, are good friends. Um, you know, with Dubois, he's a good friend of mine, and and Blake. Uh, you know, he was uh, the captain there my entire career so far, uh, seven years, and um, you know, certainly, uh, um, you know, it, it's it sucks. There's a lot of emotions when a guy, um, you know. Uh, moves on in any capacity, but uh, at the same time, um, you know, I think we we brought in some great players. Uh, I think our depth is going to be, you know, stronger this season than than it has been. And, um, you know, we've got some young guys that, um, you know, have have taken steps last year. And I think we'll, um, you know, just an extra summer, an extra, you know, little bit of experience will only help them. So, I'm excited. I think uh, you look at sort of um, a lot of the, the top guys on our team, they're sort of right in their prime now. And, um, you know, the one thing about the West is that, uh, you know, it's never easy. It's always a grind, uh, even though the, the game has changed through the years. Um, you know, it's still a grind, and, and the NHL in general really is. It's so deep now, and, um, you know, the parity is, is, is so small. So, uh, I'm overall really excited. Just kind of you know, once August 1st hits, you uh, uh, you know start to get the itch a little bit and um, get ready to, to to get back and get going. So, um, and I think we open the season here actually. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see we'll see each other very soon. Would you want to be a captain in the NHL, Josh? Yeah, of course. That's uh, that would be an amazing thing. Um, something that's a huge honor and. I mean, there's, you know, at any given time, 30-ish captains in the league. Um, you know, looking at the history of the game there, they're really, um, it's a really uh, unique and, and rare position. So uh, certainly it would be something I would I would relish. I've uh, been captain in the past, and, um, you know, that would be personally uh, a huge honor. But at the same time, um Looking at our team, you know, we've got uh, great leaders. Uh, we went with just A's last year, uh, and I thought it worked really well. So, um, you know, all in all, uh, whatever, you know, the staff and team comes up with, uh, um, yeah, I'm good with. But, uh, you know, certainly um, directly answering the question, yeah, it would be, be a big honor for sure. Uh, Josh, before I let you go, and uh, we appreciate your time uh, this morning, um, Winnipeg gets, uh, you know, so it's easy to take shots at Winnipeg. Gets a bit of a bad rap around the league. What's the best thing about playing in Winnipeg for the Jets? Uh, geez, I would say uh, the people in, in the city. Uh, you know, I've, um, you know, obviously been there now. I think I've lived in the city for eight years and uh, during the season. And uh, the fans, uh, fans are awesome. I mean, I grew up here. Um, lucky to to be watching the Flames as a kid, and um, certainly the '04 run, and you know being in Massachusetts. Was it in? Uh, was it in, Josh? Uh, oh, for sure, it okay. was 100 percent in. I mean, there's no debate. There's no debate. And uh, <laughs> my allegiance has changed, I guess, when I uh, when I was drafted. Um, but uh, you know, seeing that environment and and growing up in in that, um, you know city of, of crazy hockey fans that was something that I thought would always be amazing to play in and um, so I really enjoy it I really enjoy that uh, it matters in the city um, you know that the people care in, in Canada in general 
Um, and you know, it, like I said, it matters. People, uh, you have a good game, team wins. Um, you know, you can affect the mood of, of a lot of people in the city. So it's, uh, pretty cool. It's a big honor, I think, to play in Canada. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely, um, love the people of Winnipeg and, and, uh, and playing there. Um, so that part of it, uh, that'd probably be my favorite part. Um, Josh Morrissey, defenseman for the Winnipeg Jets, will be part of the inaugural Rogers Legends of Hockey Charity Skins game this Saturday down at Canyon Meadows for the Shaw Charity Classic. Josh, we appreciate your time. Hit him straight on Saturday, okay? Thanks for this. <laughs> awesome. I'll try my best, but no promises. Thanks, guys. All right. There he <laughs> Good stuff. There he goes. Uh, Josh Morrissey. Stay away from the ropes. The Winnipeg Jets. See, it was in. It was in in 04. See? He even says it was in. Oh, you don't have to convince me. <laughs> I'm, Preaching to the choir, I'm, bro. I'm very aware it was in. Okay. I'm extremely aware. Yeah. I've built most of my identity on the fact that it was in. Yes. And not the Weidman effect. No. <laughs> no. That drives me nuts. I don't. Okay. There's one quick way to get me in a poor mood, a foul yeah. mood. Talk about the Weidman effect? Yeah, and how the flames have been sewered because of the Weidman effect. Yeah. <laughs> if only they had like four more power plays last Every, year, it would have been fine. Every Canadian fan base talks about how there's a conspiracy against them by the NHL. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every 100%. single one. Yeah, and they all make a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's my favorite They all make part. a ton of sense. Yeah. Um, no, I don't want these huge money-making markets to win. Yeah. Let's rig it so that the Tampa Bay Lightning can win three times in a row. That's what the yeah. league needs. Um, Stop Cassie it. Campbell, Pascal, Olympic gold medalist, Hockey Night in Canada, straight ahead. She'll take... Uh, She'll take part in this charity skins game too. Um, she's going to be a captain along with Marie Philip Poulin. Yeah, what and, a- uh, Adam Lowry from the Winnipeg Jets at eight forty-five at eight thirty. We're giving away uh, those two tickets to Gran Turismo. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the uh, sporting equivalent of shooting eighty in golf? Nine sixty, nine sixty. Name and location. I believe will instill the help of one Texty McTexterson or Sportsnet nine sixty. The fan text reading robot. We'll do that at eight thirty before we talk to Adam Lowry. Busy, busy hour number three. Straight ahead. It's the Big Show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet nine sixty. The fan.